you guys grew up in Chicago listening to the radio, right? Yes. Yeah. So there are, uh, for me, there are radio mentors, individuals who have impacted everybody in Chicago's life. And uh, a lot of people want to know where, they, where are they? What's going on? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring to the show, and, you know, and he's a humble dude, but, you know, this is a radio legend, a radio icon. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cool Out Radio, Mr. Rick Party. Rick Party, sir, how are you? Uh, hold on for Mr. Rick Party, please. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Rick Party, man, just hearing the voice, it's like, wait a minute, that's, that's Rick. What's going on with you, sir? How are you? Thank you, man. I'm chilling, man. What's going on with y'all, man? Nothing much. Man, hey, y'all my people. Well, we Chris appreciate Chris Madonna, cool out. What's <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate it. Rick, a lot of people who are your fans want to know, where. first of all, do you miss Chicago radio? I do miss Chicago radio. I mean, I, I, I'd be a fool to say I, I did not miss it because that's why I, I, I got my my real, real star. You know, it wasn't my first radio station, but it was my real, real start. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So I do miss it. So I mean, Chicago radio is the only city where they, they tr- truly treat you like you're somebody special. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. often heard that Chicago is sort of the last personality radio town. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't know any other city. I mean, it, it used to be to me like New York was in L.A., but it's just it's so different now. In Chicago, you still got a bunch of stars, and magic just keeps happening in that city, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Rick, when you were coming up, man, I know you've been in the game for such a long time. Why and how did it happen for you? Who were the guys that you were listening to on radio that said, I have got to be in this business? Man, my dude was um, Earl Boston, and he worked at WBMX. I think it was 13. I don't know what it was, but it was the AM, WBMX AM station. So he did like middays on the AM. Then he did like a show on the FM. Mm-hmm. So I was going to Sin High School. Now, mind you, I grew up in Inglewood on the south side, and my mother wanted us to have a better experience. So I took the bus all the way to Sin, which is like 70 something hundred wow, north. Yeah. Yeah. Like way north, so she wanted to have a, you know us have a better experience. So I got tired of that. And a lot of gang activity there. I mean, people were people getting shot and stabbed in the school on the north side. Wow. And I didn't want to go to school. You know what I'm saying? So there were times when I just stayed home and I called the radio station. My mother would leave out. She thought I was leaving too, but I was like, "Sigh," you know. What I mean? Right. <laughs> and um, and then one day my history teacher said, "Hey, you know, who are you?" Right. And I told him my name, and he said, you've been suspended a long time ago. So I found myself, like, listening to the radio, mm-hmm. and the the guy that was on the radio, he took the time, too, and he said to me, like, why are you home every day calling me when sh- you should be in school? Mm-hmm. I told him I was sick, and I lied, and he gave me his whole life story about how he got kicked out of school, talking uh-huh. me back into going to school. And he was just my, my mentor from that point. And he was a, the guy on the radio, man. And uh, to this day, he's still like a, a father, uh and and the mentor to me, Earl Boston is his Earl, name. Wow, Rick, I didn't know that you were from Inglewood. That's uh, something new to me. I did not know that. Yeah, fifty fifth, fifty fifth and Racine, wow. right across from Sherman Park. Wow, that's where I grew brother. up, man. Wow, Rick, yeah. let, let me ask you this, man. You know, right now, where are you on air? Where are you located at? For those who would like to catch up with you, who don't know where you are. Um, I'm in I'm in Miami at a station called Hot 105. Uh, we play. 
grown folks music pretty much. It's uh, <laughs> we're the number one station in Miami. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I've been. I've been there like for the last four years. I was out of radio for like like for like nine years. But I know you're gonna talk about that. But I'm not gonna into that. But I was out of radio for nine years and they brought me back like four years ago. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. when you were out of radio, and I mean, I, I we can talk uh, all day on some of this stuff that I want to talk to you about. But um, you know, when you were out of radio, Rick, you know, my question is, how does it affect you? Because you know, um, radio for a lot of us is therapy, and I'm not sure if you see it that way, mm-hmm. but I've always used it as a tool to help not just those that l- that listen to us, but you know, myself as well. I've got a lot of good information, and I've always felt that radio personalities are sort of the last of the messengers on uh, on a platform where you can get immediate responses and sincere and uh uh uh, uh sincere um results or feedback about any and every subject i mean do you feel that way or i'm curious to know how, what's your take on that no yeah i think the radio especially black radio man it, it's, it's the first go-to because Unlike any other genre of radio, um, we really care about our people. I mean, hence why you have the voice of the Negro, WVON. Right. I mean, um, it, there there are no other stations like black stations that cater to the community. And when I was out, man, I mean, I don't even like to really utter these words, but it was almost depressing, you know? Right, right. <laughs> that, I, that I couldn't get back on the microphone and find some kind of way to touch people's lives through that platform that radio gave me. Mm-hmm. So it was a struggle. Madonna, Ray, but you had a Rick, question? You, you know, hi, Rick. This Rick is like my big brother. I'm sorry. This, you know, a lot of you the. You don't have to be sorry for you, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. yeah, yeah. A lot of the. A lot I'm, of, I'm, I'm sorry, who are you? What's your name, Madonna? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, no, I'm, no she's, like my, she's like my little sister. Absolutely. And you, one of your quotes that I grabbed many years ago was in order to in, in order to experience greatness was to get started. I still use that and it still resonates to this day and I pass it on. But I wanted to let everyone know people know Rick from radio and and being on the airwaves and not only that being the voice of BET. Uh, so during that nine year that you didn't hear from him, uh, Rick is like the founder of Voice Over Universe. So if you guys are interested in that, check him out. Oh, and don't forget he's done Telemundo. Yes. I heard him doing something in Spanish. Yeah. I'm like, this dude, he's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but even aside from that, I just want to congratulate you uh, on many accomplishments and let everyone know how much of a family man you are. Your, your children, I, I feel like you are the epitome, you and your family are the epitome of family, and not only family, black uh, family, black family. Your sister, you and your sister share the same birthday, but there, there was a love that you had for your children at a very young age that I didn't know existed. You know what I mean? When when you had your sons, you had you embraced right. them like a true father and you were all of in your early 20s. Hmm. But yeah. I want to I want to I want to just say my hat goes off to you and congratulate you on being a, fa- a family man, a father, uh, a husband, a radio personality. And now you're receiving the award from Mr. Uh, former President Barack Obama. And I just wanted to congratulate you on that. Congratulations, Devis. That's wonderful. Thank you, man. No, it it was a good feeling, actually, uh, knowing that they told me that I was vetted 
and I'm going to be awarded this because I mean I've been nominated for a lot of things and the, one one another, another beautiful couple of beautiful milestones is when I was out of radio for nine years and I came back to this station in Miami mm-hmm. that year um, my station won its first ever Marconi so if you guys know anything you guys yeah. but the listening that- audience uh, the Marconi is like. Yeah. Like winning a Grammy, right? For radio, saying? exactly. And music, <laughs> it's the, it's the, exactly. So yeah. the station, um, you know, with with all of us being a great team together, we won it for the first time, and I, I'm I'm glad to have actually been a part of that. And then the following year, I I, I won the best personality in Miami uh, that following year. So I just I came out, man, on a mission after being out for like nine years. So and and it feels good to actually be receiving this award because. Like I said, like I wanted to get back to radio and kind of help people, kind of right, touch right. people in so many ways. Right. I, I did so many things that that just pretty much let the audience know that this platform that I have on the radio isn't it's not even about me. It's about y'all. Like whatever I can do exactly. to help you. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it's like nothing for me. If I never got an award in my life, if I if I if you know, man, listen, I, I would say when I go, when I'm when I'm dead and gone. Mm-hmm. Um, people, they always ask me this question, like, would you want a street named after you? Or would you want a school? I'm like, I will be dead and gone. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. What what matters to me is that, you know, you know, while I'm here right now, mm-hmm. that I can help people. I can help someone that will help someone. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters to me. Absolutely. That's all that matters to me. Rick, let yeah. me, I got three questions for you, man. I want to hurry up because I know we don't have a lot of time, but here are the three questions, Rick. First of all, um, you said personality. In your opinion, what makes a great radio personality? Number two, you were not on air for nine years. My question is, why? You're Rick Party. You know, in black radio, especially in Chicago, not just the fact that everybody knows your voice, but fundamentally, you know radio. You know the techniques. You know how to perform and how to um, message within a certain amount of time. You know how to hit post. You know all of these technical things and we can go on forever. And three is, is there something with black radio where we do not, and I hate to use this word, but really respect and put our, our, our industry legends on a pedestal compared to white radio who they'll, if, 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 Larry Lujak was out of a job, somebody would pick him up somewhere. Is that real or is it just me? So those are my three questions, and I know they, I hit you hard fast with them, Rick. But. Hey, you did. LaDonna's going to tell you I got a, a very short memory. I'm like, man. Look, I forgot the first one. Okay, Go ahead, Rick. The second question was good. What's the second question? See, I, I, I'm not going to a lot of The second question is, why Why couldn't you get a job within those nine years you were off air? Why okay, wouldn't somebody so get Rick Party? That, that's what a lot of people thought. A lot of people actually thought I could not get a job. Okay. I could get a job. The thing was, I was in a radio. I started radio when I was 15 years old um, at, at a station called WCYC in Chicago, which was owned by the Chicago Youth Center. So it was a a radio station for kids. Okay. So you're talking about someone who knew radio, who loved radio. I, I was a little black kid, you know, who grew up in, in Inglewood listening to like, and, and mind you, now that I live in Inglewood, my mother kicked me out when I was 16 because I was being hardhead. I went to live with my father in Cabrini Green at 862 North Cedric. Wow. And then he, they moved on the, on the west side in K-Town. So I, I got all of it. Um, but I, I was, while, while I was all of it moving around, mm-hmm. I was listening to all the radio stations in Chicago, like all the top 40 stations, all mm. the, 
the the black stations. I was listening to everything. So I was I call myself like a mutt. So I, you know, I'm like a lot of you know like a lot of kids. You know, I they say kind of focused on one thing, but I wanted to grab a, a little bit of everything. So um, to make it short, mm-hmm. I was just burned out because. Literally, by the time I came back to Chicago Mm -hmm. for the first time to work at WGCI Mm -hmm. at the time, I had worked at, I left Chicago in um, 1988, the year my son was born. And then I went to Wilmington, North Carolina, and then Charleston, South. No, I went to Wilmington, then Macon, Georgia, then Charleston, South Carolina, uh, then Norfolk, Virginia, then Dallas, Texas, then Miami. Then I came back to Chicago okay, okay. Uh, in 1992. So after Chicago for four years, I, I worked. Uh, I went to Atlanta, where I became a star. Like, and uh, I was only there for a year and a half. And people still talk about it. Like I spent like 20 years there, or something like that. Wow. And then I, I came back to Chicago to GCI. Then worked at uh, Kiss in Chicago. I remember that. Yeah. Back to, yeah. Yeah. Then came back to Miami again. Then I finally did mornings in New York City. And to work in mornings in New York City, to actually see my face on a billboard on 34th and Park, where the station was, mm-hmm. it was like a dream come true. And Wendy Williams was working at the at the station as well. She was doing the afternoon show. Mm-hmm. And Wendy and I were coming downstairs, and, you know, she points at the bus. She goes, see, there you go. And I was like, wow, I'm in New York City. I'm on the bus. I went. I, I think I had seen my face on billboards and buses all in all the boroughs. Right. But I had no one to share it with. You know what I'm saying? So right. it was like, you know, my my journey started very early. Mm-hmm. So when I didn't work in New York was my my last radio job before coming back here to Miami. Okay. Um, a lot of people called me. They wanted me to work in different cities. I got calls from D.C. and okay. L.A. Okay. And, okay. Um, but you know what? I this may sound crazy, but when I worked in New York, I kind of fired myself, right? Fired because I, I really fired. I got myself fired because I was being insubordinate because I I really missed my children, uh-huh. and I wanted to get out of the contract. They paid me a whole bunch of money, man. And, wow, really? you know, I was only like 34, 35 years old doing mm-hmm. mornings in New York. And, um, and I really missed my kids. Man, I got so tired of traveling, and I said, man— you know, all this money, but I'm like losing my soul, man. I, I could be raising my children. Wow. So I got tired. I got really tired of it, man. And and I said, you know what? If I could do voiceover, man, if I could be the voice of BET, and man, if I could do those Jamster commercials, those ringtone commercials, yeah. and man, if I could be heard on ABC and, and Top Rank Boxing, and I spoke all of this stuff into existence. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I kid you not, wow. words have power. Words have power because all of those things that I that I, I saw, they came to fruition. Mm. And man, I mean, this, it, it's just so crazy. Wow. And then to be out of radio for so long, I, I did a few um, locally, you mm. know, just to be back on the radio, just get a little taste of it. Like a vampire, got a little get a little taste of blood. Right, right. Um, I did a little part time <laughs> stint here in uh in Hot 105, and but I had to part time and pushing buttons and. Um, not really doing what Rick Party does in the radio, mm-hmm. and I had a few little stints here, but I did not want to leave my children, so that's why I didn't I didn't work anywhere for nine years because 
voiceover paid the bills, man. I mean, voiceover really paid the bills. Wow. wow. Um, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Rick, I commend you for that, man. A lot of people, that's a hard decision, especially when, you know, they have so many goals and have their eyes set on um, getting yeah. to the top of certain industries. Um, but well, ladies, that's refreshing to hear. Most men don't choose that. No, they don't. You and, and I got, I got, I got to add this real quick because I don't know how much time you got a commercial break or something. Yeah, yeah. We, act, we act, no, but we're gonna go ahead with you. I'm, I'm extending it. I don't get a chance to do this all the time, so uh, I'm making sure. Right. All right. So I'm, I'm gonna say this real quick because I know yeah. you got. I, I don't know if you got another question or not, but th- here's the beauty. While I, while while I was out for nine years, I got a call from Tom Joyner, Reach Media people, and Michael Bazden was a syndicated host. Well, he didn't want to sign his contract. These guys called me. I had been out of radio for nine years, and they called me and said, hey, we know you haven't been in radio for a long time. Michael Bazin may not renew his contract. We want you to be the syndicated host. Uh, I met with Tom Jordan's partner, uh, went to his his home um, on the beach somewhere, and uh, he's like, we want you to be the syndicated host. So how about that? Being off radio for nine years and come back as a syndicated host, I was going to start, but the deal fell through. The money wasn't right. I said, you know what? I have my radio stations. I'm not going to take peanuts for the experience that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all can go ahead and keep that. And the station here offered me a job, and it's been four years. So, Wow. Rick, man. Yeah. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, we're talking to Rick Party, radio legend, radio uh, veteran. I mean, you know, we could talk all day. You know, and, and Rick, this last question I'm going to give to you, man, and then we can go ahead and just – segue out of it. First of all, thank you so much, man. But, you know, radio moves so different now. You know, it's a different beast. Um, How does someone succeed in radio? Because first of all, with the the various platforms we have, everybody and their mother has a radio show, uh, iPod, I mean, uh, uh, a podcast, you know, everybody's doing something. But, you know, the, and I still believe that the fundamental rules of radio apply within anything that you're doing. If you can engage, if you can grab their emotion, if you can communicate messages that people want to hear, that you will be successful. But I'm curious to know your thoughts on what makes a successful radio personality. I, I think um, a, a successful radio personality personality listens to the best. They listen to the best, and you can hear it in them because you listen to those who have succeeded in it. You may not like anything about them, mm-hmm. but you have to ask yourself, why are they here? Why do those people like them? And and from there, you figure out there's something that they have, and you got to sit down and be smart enough to figure out whatever that is and kind of like mock it, if you will, or take something from them. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you guys, but I don't really listen to a lot of radio personalities. And every now and then, if I'm up this late, um, because I'm an hour ahead of, uh, uh, ahead of y'all, right? So it's like 11-something here. Um, I really enjoy what you guys do. And, in fact, I mean, I, I, I love it so much. You know, I, I try to take some little ideas for my own show. Because, they're, they're, cause wow. listen, because I've been around for a long time. It doesn't mean that I have all the answers. The best, you only get better by practicing. You think Michael Jordan, I mean, he was not a starter. He had to practice. He had to practice to be the best. So you you listen to what other people are doing, and you get some ideas. You put it all in a bag. You shake it up, and this is what you got, you know? Wow. You know, I always say continue to listen to the best. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rick Party. Let's give him a round of applause, Rick, man. Thank you. Woo! 
Hey, Rick, and I don't know if you remember this, man. I remember when you were doing radio, you were the first person to hear my radio demo tape, and you said, we're going to get you on air. You soon left the city, so I was kind of heartbroken. I was like, damn. <laughs> but yeah. that was when I think the, we was at the Biology Bar, or it was a club downtown that you were working at, because oh, I always nice. listened to Rick. I was like, they was the Rick first lady. They was like, you know, Batman and, you know, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, it just was yeah. dope to me. Oh, yeah. So Right. So, uh, yeah. Rick, man, many blessings, and thank you for always being supportive, brother. And uh, please let everybody know where they can reach out to you, you know, catch up with you, um, your social media hits. Yeah, Facebook, I, I'm always there. Just just type in Rick Party. You'll find me there, R-I-C-K-P-A-R-T-Y, Twitter. And um, IG, I'm Rick Party Show. So, man, Rick, any closing words before we get out of here, Rick? You never know what you can do until you try. And if you didn't succeed at it, you didn't try hard enough. That's it. That's real. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Mr. Rick Party. Thank you so much, Rick. We appreciate you. Say yes. Thank you all for having me. All right, man. Thank you, Rick. That was what's up, man. All right, man. All right, you guys. LaDonna Ray? Yes, that was the best. I'm very inspired after talking to Rick. Yes. Uh, Kels Coleman? Yeah, it was inspirational. I was looking at his... um, Instagram page when I found out we were going to have him on the show and Mm -hmm. I seen the picture of him with I guess that's his three sons or I'm not sure Mm -hmm. I was like well who's the dad because they all they they all all look young aloe vera running his family that's what I'm like what type of water is he drinking he has Uh, a daughter too yeah Yeah. I seen the baby Uh, um, man uh, Joanna that's crazy because I grew up listening to him yeah yeah Yeah. and and it's funny that um you know I always felt like urban radio doesn't get the props that it deserves like we don't put them on pedestals like we should in order to keep them in our lives because they were responsible for a lot of information a lot of entertainment they grew up with you they were responsible for what you probably did in the morning i remember jumping on the bus going to school listening to um uh tom and and doug and all of them first page and you had to hear it you know this is where i'm getting my news from um and i always said that our counterparts shouts out to them they're great broadcasters but that community of broadcasters hold their industry professionals to a higher regard and embrace them differently than we are it's like their depreciation is much less if you're not on the mic you're not worth anything is the way that i feel our community does, and I would love to change it, which is why we get people like Rick on and other broadcasters as well. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more guests. LaDonna Ray. What do you say? Kels Coleman. Yes, yes. Joanna Leia. Hey, y'all. I'm Johnny Starks, a.k.a. Cool Out. This is Cool Out Radio.